Welcome back, Panther Nation. I'm Editor-in-Chief Abby Carter, and this is the second episode from the Panther Pit for the school year. We are recapping what's ended in our fall sports season and introducing what's to come for our winter sports. Here with us first is Editor Jocelyn Weber talking to us about the end of the softball season. All right, so how did the softball team do coming to the end of the season? They did pretty good. They began their postseason games with zero losses leading up to that championship. Uh, their first game in their tournament, the senior pitcher Lily Backus, she threw a 17 strikeout no hitter, and in that same game also eclipsed the 900 career strikeout mark, strikeout mark uh, in their game against Woodland, and that kind of begun their winning streak for the t- rest of the tournament. Wow, that's amazing. So, what were the final resu- results from their last game at the state championship? It was a pretty quick and easy win. It was 9 0 over Northside Columbus, and it actually ended in the fifth inning due to a mercy rule. Wow. Anything in the future for uh, sophomore that we can look out for? Uh, Lily Backus is going to be playing for University of North Carolina next year. She's uh, committed already. And seven seniors are leaving the team. You know, they kind of spearheaded the team, they led the team pretty well. So uh, the coaches are really focusing on beginning to condition the JV team to defend the state championship for next year. Great. Love to hear it. Uh, Check out Jocelyn's Coach's Corner interview with head varsity softball coach Peyton Dean. What's some things that were discussed in that interview? Uh, We talked about the first round of the GHSA state playoffs and the impact that graduating seniors are going to have on the team once they leave. Great. Thank you so much. Of course. All right, and here with us now is staff writer Mateo Petrova with Cheer. So how was the end of their season? The team performed great at regionals and state. They worked hard to accomplish this. They placed fifth out of 16 teams competing for a 5A all-girl competition at state. All right, and here is head varsity cheer coach Mandy Ratliff. It was good. The girls remained calm. It was a really early morning. We left at like 4.30 in the morning. Um, but it was good. It was, you know, we always shoot for top six in the state so we can make the mat. And so we accomplished that goal. We would have liked to have been a little higher than that. But, you know, that mm-hmm. the outcome was what it is. <laughs> Are you proud of the girls for competing? Yeah, I'm very proud of them. We had several injuries that came back before the end of state. And we had um, a lot of underclassmen and um, coming off a really long season last year. Because um, we didn't end till March of last mm-hmm. season, so the girls were tired, and I think that it was a good transition um, to a pretty much hopefully normal year this coming year. And what are you most proud of the whole season? Um, that they didn't give up, that we could have given up when we had to change positions and change flyers and have injuries, and that they didn't, they kept on. Now we're going to move on and recap the end of the football season. Stars Mill was 5-1 in region, with their only loss being to Whitewater, placing them second overall in region, moving them into playoffs as the second seed. After winning 34-25 against Union Grove in the first round, Stars Mill High School traveled to Rome, Georgia to play Clark Central. The season came to an end when they lost 24-7. We'd like to shout out and congratulate seniors Brandon Mathis, Barrett Schmittelkoffer, Colin Bartek, Reese Newsher, Miles Scott, Mark Stampley, Evan Slagle, Ben Thompson, Brian Atkin, Christian McFall, Zach Stevenson, Nicholas Carbuccia, Micaiah Shaver, Evan Nuki, Bryce Hargrove, Adam Sands, Darian Doster, Edwin Newsher, and Carson Andrew. They had a great football season and high school career. Here are some last words from Coach Phillips talking about the end of the season 
and what's to come for the future of Starsville High School's football team after their last game of the 2021-22 season. Well, if you are taking an objective look, I mean, now it's, what, it, we're about four hours to three hours removed from season coming to an end. I, I mean, well, you all, you really got to be pleased, and I think we got to be proud of what we accomplished. I mean, to lose the quality of players that we lost last year and to be in the same spot, second round playoffs and final 16 teams in state, and you got you got to really look back and be pleased. Sure, we 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 lost the region six region championship by a field goal and didn't play our best that night, but overall it was a very successful season. I mean, this team. You look at this senior class was involved with nine playoff games. I mean, they played an extra whole season for the most part of high school football. Um, second round this year, second round the year before, semifinals the year before that. So, uh, you know, they had a great career and I'm proud of them. And I think, I think they went out. We were overmatched, you know, Clark Central had more talent than we did, but they definitely didn't have the burning desire the determination that we did, and the guys never quit, and they played hard to the final second, and we hung around and made it a game in the second half, and just couldn't make the big play when we needed to. And uh, you know, again, I think we got to be proud of what we accomplished. Most definitely. All right, and um, what worked tonight, and what didn't work tonight? Well. From an offensive standpoint, not a whole lot of our offense that normally works work well. Their, their linebackers were very physical, very fast, and we had a hard time blocking them. The passing game kind of opened up here and there. We made some plays and you know, had a touchdown call back and another touchdown almost. And um, Special teams were better, much better. We got an onside kick. We pinned them down deep twice, had a decent little kickoff return, uh, punted the ball. <laughs> except for once, punted the ball very well. So we were better on that part. And then defensively, we had flashes of really of really good play. We uh, stopped them, you know, created some turnovers for the first time in a while and, and you know, did some good things, but just really inconsistent with what, you know, at the bottom line, inconsistent with it that we weren't, we weren't strong enough consistently enough. It was just kind of hit and miss a little bit. And what's to come for the future of Stars Mill football? Well, this was Team 24. Team 24 had a, had a really good run, three region titles, a region runner-up, like I say, nine playoff games. Well, team 20, The good thing about next year's Team 25 is a lot of sophomores got to play, a lot of sophomores, uh, even freshmen, with uh, Evan Bartag and, and Jared Moore and uh, a lot of returning skill, a lot of return and experience. Uh, Logan, ninth grader, thing in Iowa. Uh, Bo Walker, Ethan Bramlett, you know, lots of sophomores played a whole lot this year. So another year in the weight room, another year in our strength program, and mat drills and spring football and all summer long. And the fact that we're dropping to 4A, uh, you got to be excited about the next couple of years. You really do. So that's we're going to take a little bit of time off, and then we're going to come back and we're going to stomp on the throttle and, and get rolling again. So back again, we have editor Jocelyn Weber here to talk to us about girls' basketball. Starting off with the tip-off classic, how'd they do in that? 
they did they did all right. They started out pretty strong in that first half of the game against the Calhoun Lady Yellow Jackets. But once the third quarter came around and the Jackets gained some steam, they gained a pretty quick lead, uh, eventually holding them scoreless in that third quarter, which allowed Calhoun to slip through and win 46-33. to 33. Um, So how'd they play over Thanksgiving break? What'd they do? Uh, they played in two tournament games against North Paulding and uh, North Paulding and Etowah and lost both of them. So what's their standing so far in the season with all these games? Currently, they're one and four, one win, four losses. And what can we look out for moving on in the season? Right now, uh, the team's really just in the process of arriving itself and getting the younger girls, especially the sophomores, ready and prepared to play. Uh, after that gap year, the weird, strange year last year, they're really uh, just trying to revive themselves. Their senior, Carrie Consolino, is back after missing a season last year due to a torn ACL. In past interviews, Coach has already said what a huge impact she has on the team, so time's really going to tell what uh, what she'll do and how she'll impact the team's process of getting back on its feet. All right, and here is head varsity girls basketball coach Emily Sweeney's interview after the tip-off classic. Um, we have a young team, so we're just trying to get uh, the stuff in and get, making sure everybody understands what our game plan is. Um, so we're just kind of taking it day by day, make, trying to make sure everybody knows what to do. Right. What are you guys looking for in these first few games? Um, I'm, I'm looking to see um, different matches up, different matchups. I'm trying to see who's capable of doing what and what different groups of kids I can get in at the same time, and basically whether we can hang with people or not. Great. Do you guys have a set team motto for this year so far? Um, I mean. We're, we always want to have a winning season, and we always want to make it a state. So those are those are their goals, and that's what they're they're trying to accomplish. But as for an actual motto, they haven't really come up with that. Okay, yet. got it. So I know last year we you had a lot of focus on game IQ. How does this team compare to last year's team so far? Uh, we're still low, uh, mainly because of the the amount of new people we have. Right. Um, but I think that this team will eventually get to a higher higher level than last year. Okay, good. Um, and with Carrie being back on the team after like you know she's not playing at all last year, what's it like? What does she add to the team? Um, she adds a lot. Um, she's she's. Changes the dynamic. She adds a point guard. Um, she allows us to get the ball up the court and actually let our shooters be shooters um, instead of having them have to have them rely on bringing the ball up the court. Her defense is great, um, and she brings positive attitude most days. Good, so good. And once again, that was editor Jocelyn Weber. Thank you so much for coming and talking with us again. Of course. All right, and now with us is staff writer Mackenzie Jaddick with Guys Swim. How have they been doing so far this season? The boys team, they have swam at four meets, and they have won them all, and so that's been going well for them. And what's coming up next for them? Um, the boys have two more meets before Christmas break, one this Friday, December 3rd, at the Kedron Aquatic Center against Fayette County and Sandy Creek, and they'll also have one next Friday at the Kedron Aquatic Center. We'll be sure to look out for that. And now here's head boys swim coach Derek Abrams. We have been doing really well. We basically have had one, two, three, four meets and have won them all. Okay. So boys have been doing really well and girls have been doing really well. So we definitely started off the um, season strong and then we just came off of a dual meet against McIntosh and beat them. So that was really good. Okay. And then who is standing out on the boys team this season? Um, some standouts are a couple of my seniors. Uh, I got Salmon, 
Sayani, he's uh, been doing really well. He's got a lot of state cut times, um, swims on the A relays. He's um, very strong. Uh, helps. He actually helps, uh, creates uh, workouts too, so he's the leader on the team. Um, Seth Roach is another strong senior who's uh, kind of that overall swimmer that can do it all. He has basically, it seems like every other week he's swimming a new event and getting a new state cut time. So he's definitely a very uh, vocal leader as well. And then um, how is the team bonding and what's y'all's goal for the season? Oh, team bonding is great. I mean, we, we definitely come together as a team. The boys and the girls swim together. So it's not like we're split. Um, we do have some year-round swimmers and then some just uh, high school swimmers, but they blend well and uh, we come as, together as a team, um, definitely during the team dinners. It's a great time that we socialize and we're um, coming together. What's the motto for this season? Motto? Oh, um, just com- continue on with the tradition of beating McIntosh in the county meet. That's the first thing. That's always our goal. We're going on 21 years of winning the mm-hmm. county championship, and so we just keep that tradition alive. And then after that is just getting as many swimmers as we can qualified for state and then just trying to put the best effort we can to get as high as we can in the state. Here with us now is staff writer Peter Beardsley with Girls Swim. So how are they starting off in the season preparing and getting ready? Um, the team's been practicing since the beginning of October, they had to try some new things out and move some swimmers around in different relays and different strokes that they'd be swimming with the departure of Avery McFadden and Lauren Presley last year. Those two were probably the most successful swimmers in Stars Mill history. And how has the team been doing so far in the season? Um, the girls' teams had four meets so far. They won their first three meets. It was, one was against Whitewater. The next one was up in Gainesville at the Hall County Classic in the Third one was in Columbus at the MCSD invite. And their fourth meet was two weeks ago, and they lost to McIntosh. And what can we look out for um, coming up next? Um, the team has two meets before Christmas break, and they're both at the Kedrick Aquatic Center. One's Friday, December 3rd. One's Friday, December 10th. Oh. And here is head girl swim coach Robin Huggins. Our seniors are, are, are performing well. Kinsey Tucker is, has had a couple of really good meets. Elena Burroughs has had a couple of really good meets. We've got a couple of freshman girls that are really, um, you know, we didn't know anything about. Um, Ella Glinsky's done really well. She's dropping time. Um, but then, you know, it's still, we've, we, we're still mid-season. So I think everybody's getting to the point where they're in the swing of, of swim and we're going to start seeing more time drop. Who's stepping up and being a leader this season? I, I mean, our captains, Caroline Walton and Elena Burroughs, obviously as part of their job as being captains is to lead the team. But um, also just in general, our juniors and seniors. I think I don't have very many juniors, but the senior girls, um, it's just a very cohesive unit. So I think everybody kind of, um, I think everybody see models leadership and follows and, and you know, kind of follows that, <laughs> follows the example. Thank you, <laughs> the example. How is the team bonding this season? Um, girls are always good at that. Um, but the fact that we have year round girls that are only at practice a couple of days a week, um, that's the team dinners and the riding on the bus and the hanging out at meets. 
Um, the girls are going to have a little Christmas party in a couple weeks to just hang out. I know the secret pals is girls and boys, but we have a very, very cohesive group of kids, boys and girls. But um, I'm always proud that everybody comes together and looks at each other as teammates and, you know, peers. And whether you're the fastest girl or you're the slowest girl, everybody's equal in each other's eyes. Um, what is the goal slash motto slash mindset for the season? 22 and 22. Um, our goal is always to win the county championship. You know, I don't want to be the coach that lets our girls lose or the boy or getting neither does Coach Abrams. But um, it's always we always look to the county championship, but we never stop there. We're always looking at the next thing, which is competing in state and compete and you know finishing well. To finish us off, we're going to be uh, recapping the beginning of the varsity boys basketball season. At, after a very successful day of the tip-off classic, the last game of the night was Stars Mill varsity boys against Midtown. After even scoring back and forth through the first half, the Panthers lost their momentum in the third quarter and couldn't come back, ending the night with Midtown winning 66-46. to Check out the article at the tip of momentum for more information. Over Thanksgiving break, the Panthers went up against Woodville Tompkins and lost 63-62, to Raboon County winning 71-65, to and Mill Creek losing 65-55. to Here's head varsity boys basketball coach Joshua Reeves after the tip-off classic. Uh, I think when we came out after the uh, half, we were, I mean, we just weren't very efficient with our shots. Hey, good job, good. Uh, we just weren't very efficient with our shots. Honestly, we were there at the rim. We just weren't finishing. And, uh, you know, it's honestly, I think we were getting frustrated thinking we should have been getting foul calls when we probably shouldn't have been, and we just weren't finishing. Maybe we were focusing too much on the foul than the uh, actual finish. But we just couldn't finish. I felt like we got a lot of shots that we wanted. We just didn't get a lot of finishes out of them. So, um, you know, they're a good team, athletic. Or, you know, uh, Midtown was a good team, athletic around the rim, and I think they caused a lot of uh, – I think they caused us to change a lot of the shots we wanted. And because of that, we just didn't finish very well. And what are you, what are y'all focusing on early in the season? Oh, early in the season, we always focus on defense. And the first game, our defense was really good. Tonight, we were a little lackluster with it. Um, defensive rotations are always a big, uh, a big push for us in practice, and we're really going to hit those. Um, and also just making sure we understand our, uh, our schemes and our formations. We know our plays. I think we know our plays well. We just didn't execute very well tonight. Um, but, yeah, early in the season is all about trying to figure out how to execute offensively, but mainly about defense and defensive rotation. And what are y'all looking for in the first few games? <laughs> um, we're looking forward to figure out what our rotation is, not defense, but figure out what guys we're going to use. You know, we've got, uh, we've got a lot of new guys that are contributing this year, and so we've got to figure out who works well with whom. And, uh, and, and, you know, who plays well with whom. And so we just have to continue to, you know, get our guys out there. And we still haven't gotten our football guys back. You know what I mean? Like, we're gonna, we got to figure out how to execute, you know, if Tyler's not on the floor, if Josh Thompson's not on the floor, guys that have contributed in the past that we expect to contribute, you know, but we don't have them right now. So you just got to figure out, like, who is going to fit those pieces in because, you know, there may be games where we don't have them later in the season and we've got to resort back to what we did early in the season. And what's the team motto this year? What are y'all really huh. focusing in on? Uh, I don't know if we have a team motto. Um, I'm just – I'm a big defensive guy. And like I said, if I could break it down every time, I'd break it down on defense. Um, ben, what's our team motto this year? Hustle. Hustle. Our team motto is hustle. Um, we have uh, – honestly, 
that's kind of been our thing. Our, our scrimmage game went very well, and we hustled our tails off and did exactly what we wanted to. So maybe our team motto will revolve around hustle. Well, Evan, what should our team motto be? Something to do with hustle? Yeah. I mean, something to do with hustle. So we'll figure that out for you the next time you ask me questions. And uh, But, yeah, like I said, it's got to be something revolving around hustle, hustle and defense, because that's what makes us go. Keep updated with what's going on with Stars Middle Sports. Check the Prowler website weekly and follow SMHS Prowler on Instagram and Twitter for more. We'll see you back here in the second semester.